Welcome to the Wayne Tomorrow podcast, where we explore the creation, development, and work of this county commissioner-sponsored community-based collaboration. I'm your host, Mickey Usups. Wayne Tomorrow engages our community in a powerful network of people, all pulling together toward a shared vision of opportunity and prosperity for everyone. According to the Wayne County Economic Plan for Agriculture, developed by ACDS LLC in 2018, quote, agriculture is an important aspect of Wayne County's economic life and its importance is expected to grow over the next several decades and be a major contributor to job creation, wealth building, and tax base. A renewed interest in agriculture among youthful entrepreneurs is expected to fuel this growth while traditional sectors such as the dairy and beef industries transition into a new era of consumer-led development. A better future for agriculture in the county as a whole will include a vibrant and diverse farming sector and a greater acceptance of entrepreneurial activity. It will include more opportunities for business ownership, work, and community engagement. Working from the existing strengths to move the county toward an improved future means development on several levels. The project team broke these down into five cornerstones. Develop an entrepreneurial culture, improve access to capital resources, create an innovative and adaptive future workforce, modernize infrastructure to encourage a greater private investment. In this episode, we're going to talk about agricultural infrastructure, more specifically the Ag Innovation Center. We'll talk about how it came to be and why it's so important. Joining me now is Vicki Botcher, who serves as Chief Financial Officer for Wayne County and the point person on the Ag Innovation Center project. Later, we'll talk with the author of the Wayne County Economic Development Plan for Agriculture and the Ag Innovation Center Feasibility Study, Philip Gottwalls of ACDS. Now, let's talk ag. Vicki, welcome to the program. Thanks, Mickey. Great, great to be here. Yeah, really great to have you. This is a conversation that I've been excited about having. This is a big project that boiled up out of Wayne tomorrow. and. Why don't you start by telling us where the idea came from and what need is it we're trying to fill? Sure. The concept did come out in the original agriculture economic study. And during COVID, I mean, first of all, before COVID, we talked about the food pantry needing to expand. Uh, currently, we are using a small rented facility, does not it's not the most ideal location. It's difficult for our consumers to get in and out and to have a good flow. It doesn't have sufficient storage capacity. That really came to light during COVID uh, when we were trying to uh, feed so many of our folks in a quick and efficient manner. Um, thank goodness for our Wayne Tomorrow partners. Um, the schools, um, the hospital that we use to help to store a lot of our cold products, uh, reaching out to our local farmers to try to help them to buy their products to get things in. So um, it really came to light the food pantry's uh, need to expand our infrastructure. Also at the same time, um, the hospital, Way Memorial Hospital, also uh, received a grant from the All One Foundation to do a pilot project for what they call a food prescription program, which is to try to control chronic illnesses um, by adjusting people's diets, especially with hypertension and diabetes. So again, in trying to prescribe healthy foods for folks, instead of sending them to one of our local grocery stores, which we are always, you know, happy to support anyway. If we can make that connection to our local farmers or our farm markets or that type of um, enterprise, it only helps to strengthen our community in that manner. So those were the two, let's say, um, institutional projects that really made this project um, advance as quickly as it needed to. 
there's more to the project though Absolutely. because when once we we saw those needs there's a lot of other things that are happening around the local food system in wayne county um under the auspices of wayne tomorrow can we talk let's talk a little bit about how that came into play sure i mean one of the uh, or a few of the items in the 19, 2019 development plan um, indicated that Wayne County lacks sufficient aggregation, distribution, and processing infrastructures. The absence of facilities that aggregate and process food prevents small farms from accessing larger markets. Um, that was one of the project needs that we identified recently in a USDA Rural Business Development Grant that we submitted to take this uh, AIC concept into the next design and development phase. Again, we are a very long geographic county. It is not easy to get foods from Newfoundland, which is at the very bottom, to Starucca, which is at the very top. Um, it's 80 some miles. Mm -hmm. um, and so the need for a comprehensive way to distribute the food, not only for pantry related issues or the food prescription program but also to for our farmers markets or our um, businesses that are trying to do this farm to table uh, mm -hmm. concept um, we have to make connections and this project I think will help to make connections one of the um, projects that we can get started on even before we build such a center is a food locker concept mm -hmm. um, that um, is to be able to have refrigerated lockers. You see that sometimes outside of Walmart or at the Whole Foods markets. I've seen them on TV mm -hmm. um, across you know the country. But it's a place where a producer, a grocery store, a farmer's market, the county food distribution can deliver things to your area and you can pick them up at your convenience. You know, two things came out. One, you have working people it's very difficult to access uh, services during the daytime hours, which is when the county's typically accessing hours. Or, or, you know, the weekends, um, the farmer's market may be in Honesdale, and you live, you know, 30 miles north, and you can't get there. So this could allow you to access those things in off hours and also in a little bit more of a private setting, correct? Right. Not everyone wants to stand in line um, for services, especially when it's... Um, um, environmentally uh, affected upon you, such as COVID, not, yeah. you know, some other type of situation. And it, we, we, this would also work with the pantry. And with the pantry, we were always dealing with stigma. Correct. You know, people, you, the, the point of these services is to help folks who are in need. Correct. And while the, this facility will allow the aggregation and distribution of um, items into a food locker, you know, in an easier easier manner, we still want to be able to maybe have a few pilots of these before this facility is actually built to build the at least the infrastructure and see see what its usages are. Sure. Another really great concept is what they call group gap, which is the certification of a lot of these of. Uh, uh, you know, local farms to be able to then provide food to institutions such as Wayne Memorial Hospital, Wayne County, mm -hmm. our food pantry and our, our prison, um, the um, schools. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a federal and a state prison here. All of those folks could buy local if we can uh, find a way to do this. It's a fairly um, expensive certification to have a location that's uh, licensed. 
and then the education that comes with it. But again, if we can have one place where folks can bring their products and do that, that's just going to help the economy. Right. It removes a barrier to them doing business with these large institutions. When we talk about investing in agriculture in Wayne County, um, I sometimes encounter people who think agriculture is already dead in Wayne County. I know that's not true, but let's talk a little bit about um, why this is important because we're hearing from farmers that this is what they need to be able to be competitive. Correct. I mean, again, just in being able to reach markets um, within and and outside of the county in order to be able to um, supply our our restaurants. This is a huge hospitality area. But in order to be able to do that, sometimes you need an aggregation spot or a spot where you can do some light processing Mm -hmm. in order to be able to, you know, freeze, flash freeze, or even, you uh, you know, whatever you need to do to make your product last. It just allows more collaboration and and helps with the distribution center uh, to, to really be able to fulfill um, orders. You know, for yeah. example, you know, one farm is difficult to supply one restaurant with all the things that they need. Mm-hmm. They, you know, you may produce carrots and potatoes and someone else maybe has corn and someone else has something, but you as a restaurant owner, you don't have time to be able to, to one, track them all down to run around and pick up the product. And then again, why have three different folks having to deliver to you? So the way that we can help and generate economies of scale Mm -hmm. is to have a location that um, a a farmer can access retail, wholesale, and, uh, you know, in an institutional market. This is a incredible concept it is being done in some other places mm-hmm. not as rural as us but i think again the wayne tomorrow network and the way we've been able to pull together our resources mm-hmm. and realize how much we can accomplish in a group as opposed to individual uh, really makes makes it work here absolutely there's a push now to localize agriculture a little bit more things kind of got centralized into these big farms, big markets. There's a push now, post-COVID or whatever we are, to bring back some of that capacity in the local food system. That's what this supports. Um, And we're seeing more and more entrepreneurs who are using products that we grow or make here, that Mm -hmm. we produce here, and making them, you know, adding something to them or making something with them. I'll give you an example, Hop Barons with their uh, barbecue rub. You know, so we're seeing more and more of that. There's facilities here for those people to do their research and development, um, to test recipes, to come up with new recipes. So there's support there for a lot of different elements of the agricultural system. Correct. That we have and that we're really trying to grow. And it's growing whether we like it or not. Yeah, and and again, for me, um, you know, born and raised here, but, you know, grew up on small farms. Yeah, both of my grandparents did, you know, one had milkers and the other one had, you know, just some beef and pigs. But, you know, there was always, you know, haying and there was always um, 
you know, going down the street to get your potatoes or your corn. And, um, you know, there's value in that from a sense of community. Mm -hmm. There's also value in that to know, um, you know, we kind of laugh at Commissioner Smith sometimes when he indicates that we have to invest in our national security. And if we can't feed our people, how are we going to survive? And and I think there's a lot of truth to that. You know, people are taking pride in what we can produce here and realizing that it that it can be an economic engine again and while our primary product back in the day was dairy um we could still be a big agricultural supplier here yeah. we're just changing our product sure and, and with the with the um general shift to want people wanting to buy local know where their food comes from we're so close to those metropolitan markets um, that we can, we're, we're local to them. We're considered locally grown. Correct. And so that gives us an advantage. We And I think one of the things that, one of the reasons that promoting, supporting, and, and working with agriculture in this county, as in any rural county, is that those farms are what really preserves our view, our beautiful land, our clean water, um, it's it's those big pieces of property that preserve these large areas that really is what protects our 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 outdoors and our 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 beautiful setting that we have here. Yeah, I just <clears throat> spent a weekend down in the you know Lancaster Berks County area, and again, just kind of driving home, and you know, again, their their farms are larger, mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of again what we would call family farms. Mm-hmm there and and again i think that you know it's it's at the heart of our at least pennsylvania culture um it's at the heart of um you know people want to be able to support their families and they want to be able to live off the land and Mm -hmm. you know there's still a lot of green space here in wayne county you drive around and there's more green space than not and um, to be able to preserve that by using the land Mm -hmm. in an agricultural manner i think is only just going to to help enhance uh, the future absolutely and that's the whole point that's the whole point well, thank you, Vicki. That was a perfect ending for our little discussion. And next, we'll move on to Philip Gottwalls. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm joined now by Philip Gottwalls, who is not only the author of the Agriculture Innovation Center Feasibility Study and Business Plan, he is also the author of the Wayne County Economic Plan for Agriculture, which you, I believe, completed in 2019? We did, right before COVID. That's right, yeah, the last Ag Day. The last Ag Day. And now we're at the current Ag Day. We're actually in the J.B. Parks Museum at the Wayne County Fairgrounds. Really excited to have you with us today, Philip. Um, First thing I want to talk to you about, you've gotten to know the agriculture community and the industry in Wayne County pretty well through these last two projects. What's your assessment of it? I love the community here. In fact, I, I would say that we feel like we've become part of it and, and uh, just really enjoy being here to start. We are, uh, as a company, um, amazed at the opportunity that we have in front of us here and the ability of the ag industry and the ag community to think about how they can um, adapt practices to take advantage of opportunities not only here at home but those that we see in in nearby areas such as new york city which we've talked about um you know just the integration for instance with the bodega association in new york and and how that plays into the the dairy feasibility study that was just completed by tom shepstone um all of these things are 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 things that we we don't 
expect in many other areas for farmers to embrace is ideas that uh, you know are positive changes. Here we see that they're not only eagerly embraced, that people come to meetings like they came to today to, to engage and, and participate and think about the future. So, um, you know, it's it, it all looks good. Now, you just gave us a presentation at our Wayne Tomorrow meeting regarding the Agriculture Innovation Center, which is really... Um, it really boiled up out of Wayne tomorrow and the collaborative needs of the community. Why don't you take us through a little bit of what what your charge was in dealing with the Ag Innovation Center? Our charge in dealing with the Ag Innovation Center was to, to take the notion that we, we needed to look at improvements to the supply chain. Uh, and that means everything from helping uh, helping farmers and, and folks who are in the retail business or maybe processors improve access to transportation and logistics and trained workforce and, and uh, additional product development uh, creation um, capabilities and, and, and sort of a whole laundry list of things that we knew uh, were needed or wanted in the community, all with the goal of increasing profitability at the farm level. So it was a, a relatively straightforward charge is to take all of these ideas that had been um, generated in uh, the, the Ag Economic Development Plan as well as some, some follow-on uh, work that was done and frankly some uh, conversations we had with high school students that were coming out of Wayne Highlands that really had some some innovative ideas about what the future should look like uh, and turn that into something that uh, could be put in a built environment, uh, create a system that would allow it to, to grow and change over time uh, and help create a cluster of food businesses here in Wayne County that would ultimately be, you know, be firmly tied to the ag industry in a way that allowed uh, all the benefits of having that food cluster here to accrue back to the farmers. Right. And one of the great things about preserving agriculture and preserving farming in our community is it also preserves our open spaces. It, it maintains that environment that we've all come to love and appreciate, um, but not just to look at. Right. It's, it's a functioning environment that's producing food and products and things like that. The Agriculture Innovation Center is really designed as a support for those efforts. It is. I mean, it's about profitability. Let's. Let, I mean, and this is something that we often lose in the conversation. I'm glad you brought up. I mean, farming is a lot more than a landscape, Absolutely. right? It is. It is. Uh, every farm is a business, um, and farms work in industry uh, clusters that have to be healthy. They have to be profitable to be successful. Otherwise, we lose that beautiful viewscape that we all have come to depend on farmers to provide for us. And, right. and we need to make sure that they're well taken care of from an economic standpoint mm -hmm. if we want to continue to see that. And that is, by and large, what the Ag Innovation Center is all about. So let's talk about the facility. So we know that we need you know, space to store things and to aggregate and to process. But there's a lot more going on with this particular facility as designed it is I mean it's really a community facility as much as it is as it is an industry facility and what I mean by that is when we were doing the feasibility study we reached out to the general population and asked what they needed from a facility and we were struck by how many people wrote us back in essence uh, answered surveys or just emailed us and said we really we would like a better connection to food we would like a better connection to our farmers 
and it all starts with our stomachs, uh, is the way I would put it. Um, and in cooking classes, community events around food and around agriculture, we're just a constant theme. So we're, we've tried to build in the community space, community kitchen, um, what we're calling sort of a pop-up retail structure that will allow us to reconfigure the space for different uses day by day, diff different uses time of day even, um, that can live right beside processing and distribution um, in a way that's uh, it's mutually supportive. Uh, really, it's an industrial facility and a community facility all built in one. <clears throat> that's innovative. Um, there are facilities like this, but they're not usually community-driven and rural. Correct. And not embedding as much technology as we're really planning to embed in the facility either. I, I would say that innovation and flexibility are two key words in the design of the facility because we want to be able to change the use of the facility even on the processing side. We want farmers who have to be able to farm for a living who also want to maybe be in the distribution business in a little bit different way to be able to focus on their farming. Um, but to know that when their product comes into the warehouse, uh, they understand how it's being treated, how it's being kept. And when orders come in for their product, they'll be able to see the moment it's picked from the shelf and, and gets packaged and boxed and, and shipped out. And we want a lot of automation in there uh, so that, that it's transparent, it's traceable, and it's all real time. Uh, we want people to be able to trust what comes out of it. That's great. And it, it, it just emphasizes our need for broadband and internet because that's going to become more and more crucial to the day-to-day -day operation of a farm. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it is the way of the world right now. And um, as challenging as it is to find workforce for any business, farms, food processors, distributors included, um, we need to be able to adapt to technology and innovation over time to be able to keep, just keep the facility running. And when we're talking about uh, workforce, uh, I was struck what, in, in one conversation that I, I had that, you know, there's a big learning curve in farming because you, you have to know so much about so many things that it's really hard to just kind of say, okay, today I want to be a farmer. It doesn't work like that. It's not like when you, when, when, if you decide you want to open a business, you need to know about that business. This is, you need to know about everything and, and having a, an agricultural innovation center, a place that can support farms as they branch out into new technology, into new innovations is really vital. It has been one of my greatest pet peeves in the, in the job I have is talking to people outside of agriculture who um, I would say on occasion look down their nose at us who, who live and die by agriculture. Um, and I know that what they miss in that is that a farmer has to be, as you say, everything. Mm -hmm. they, have to, they have to know the science, the technology, the mechanics. <laughs> they have to live with, with risk management day in and day mm -hmm. out, whether it has to do with, with crop commodity cycles or um, weather. the weather, what we have today, right? I mean, it's, Absolutely. it is one of the most complex businesses filled with some of the best business people you'll ever run into, and people just take it for granted. And this facility will really help on the workforce development side because we'll have these opportunities for people who need to learn, a place to come and learn. Right. Um, and one of the things that I want to touch on now um, is one of the key support uh, services that are being discussed for the Agriculture Innovation Center is the group GAP, which is Good Agricultural Practices. 
This is required for anybody that really wants to sell their product to a grocery store or retail or anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, but it can be really expensive and uh, not friendly to the small farmer. Talk, tell us about how that program would work at the AIC. So we know that, that um, group gap and gap is a thing, right? I mean, it, it's, it's been a little bit delayed in its implementation. COVID slowed it down a little bit more, but it's certainly something that is, is here today and going to be more prevalent in the future. I'll just say that. Um, a lot of small farms and very small farms have been able to sort of avoid having to, to get involved with GAP. Uh, GAP is a process of, of certifying all the processes you go through on your farm, following a set of protocols, recording all of those protocols, and then having them audited. So every farm has to do this by federal law, uh, eventually. And that eventuality is really now. Um, what group gap does is it takes that individual responsibility for developing a food safety plan doing all the paperwork and then paying for the federal auditor to come out and audit your performance every year uh, which can be anywhere from a few thousand dollars to tens of thousands of dollars per crop to per crop per crop wow not depending per farm it's by crop right wow. so um we what we can do in group gap is put a whole bunch of farms together and say, all right, we're going we're gonna to certify production practices for a whole range of crops. So we have a plan done for all, all of this range of crops. And then we as a group, so as the Ag Innovation Center being a group, we will go out and then audit our own farmers okay. and their compliance. And we'll report as one group to the federal government. So we can take, say, a, a, a $10,000 annual process or $8,000 annual process for a farm. And um, once we divide it across all the farms that are participating, it might be a couple hundred dollars. Uh, oh, yeah, instead of a couple thousand dollars. That's and huge. It's a huge, it's a huge savings. And you're compliant then for right. as a farm and you can sell to anybody that you want to sell. Well, it increases your opportunities, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, the, the, gap, the group gap certification helps protect the farmer as well because it is a federal certification. Mm -hmm. um, and we're able to keep it local. And I think that because one of the things that I've seen working for Wayne County for the last five years is that we like the way we do it better because we just feel we know our people, we know our farms, we know our farmers, we know our farm families better. We can serve them better. And this is a, another step in that direction. Oh, it absolutely is. I mean, this is this is a this is a way to accommodate the new and the old too, right? I yeah. mean, it's it's taking who you know who we know, who we trust, who we like to do business with, and mm -hmm. and working within our community to to service this this new industry and federal requirement in a way that's comfortable for all of us. And I think that's really important, right. just for compliance, if nothing else. Um, so we're looking forward to getting this started. I'm sure actually the group gap program will be started before the facility is even built. Right, right, sure. Um, another thing that might get started before um, is the food locker pilot. To me, this is really exciting. Tell us what a food locker is. So the food lockers are um, just that. They're, they're lockers. They're refrigerated, frozen, dry storage lockers that uh, can be operated from your telephone or from a keypad on the units and we can place them around the county which is which is our expectation when we do the pilot and our hope is 
that will have this, as you said, up and running before the building's built. And farmers, uh, farmers or retailers or roadside stands, even manufacturers who want to distribute product will be able to use them. So uh, you can think about it like shared real estate. If I have a customer who's in Waymart and, and my farm is, is in, um, you know, Honesdale or wherever it might be, and, and they put it in order, I can deliver it to the locker while I'm out doing a distribution run, it doesn't matter what time of day, uh, what day a week, and the system will actually notify that person with an email that says, hey, your, you know, your meat delivery's done, it's in locker number 12 at Waymart at the, uh, at the gas station. Right. And the person can go get it when they wanna get it, and the farmer will be notified when it's picked up, and uh, the way the system is designed is we can even do the transactions through the system. Oh, wow. If the if the farm, for instance, wants to, to use a website that that um, handles all their transactions, but maybe they don't have a website right now, uh, we're hoping this system will, at least the way it's designed, provide that website interface so the farmer can can build one right in the system. They don't have to have any particular uh, expertise at being a web designer or right. running internet transactions, and all of that will be just embedded in the in the system it that's fantastic and when the system when the building's built what we hope we'll be able to do is do shared trucking so then there'd be one stop so uh -huh. if you've sold you say you're all your csa shares and they're being distributed through the locker system uh, and you're a small farm once the center's built what we're hoping to do is just you can deliver to the center and the center will then <coughs> put it on a center truck and deliver it out to the lockers Wow, that's just really exciting. Yeah. And and one of the other, um, I think, really great potential uses for it is for pantry distribution. Absolutely. Removing the stigma from, you know, going to the pantry, if you will. Um, because, you know, food security, you know, I, I our, our commissioner, Brian Smith, often talks about national security and food security are the same thing. We can't feed ourselves. We don't have anything secure. Um, so this is a really um, innovative way to bring that out into the community where, you know, the, 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 the more affluent uh, retired couple down the road who's, who's participating in a CSA is going to the same location where uh, a, a, a struggling family of four is going to get their pantry. And nobody knows who's who. Nobody knows who's who. You, you can, anybody can use the system. And in fact, we want everybody to, right. to use the system. I think that's the benefit of it. And I think it's important to remember that the Agriculture Innovation Center is really designed for us, for Wayne County, for our community, for our farms, for our farmers. But we, we're hoping it'll be capable of serving a larger area. Right. It's home first. And that's what we heard in, in the community engagement side of our feasibility study. And, uh, you know, I thank anyone who's listening to this who lives in the community for participation because the, the community stepped up and talked to us. We really were impressed and, and on some days overwhelmed by the response. It was really fantastic to have people put their input into a system that, that we hope is really responsive for a long time in the future to, to community needs. And it's always good when we see, when we give feedback, that we see something come of it. Yep, that's, that was our plan, and we're, yep. we're, we're glad to be here, and we're glad the project's moving forward. Well, Philip, it was wonderful to talk to you. Hopefully, we'll have you back when we get a little bit closer. Great. Thank you so much for, for giving me the opportunity. Absolutely. Great. Right. Thank Take you. Take care. The Wayne County Agriculture Innovation Center represents a major step forward in the Wayne Tomorrow effort to preserve our way of life, by helping the 60% of farms operating a loss 
become more profitable, to help young people gain the skills and experience they need to enter the agriculture industry at a variety of levels, and to bring people closer to the food they eat and the people who grow it. Through the Ag Innovation Center project, Wayne County and Wayne Tomorrow can provide the critical infrastructure that enables our farms and families to survive today and thrive tomorrow. Wayne County Commissioner's Chairman Brian Smith made a bold prediction. We're going to lead this state and possibly this country in innovative agriculture. Wayne Tomorrow engages our community in a powerful network of people, all pulling together toward a shared vision of prosperity and opportunity for everyone. The Wayne Tomorrow podcast is dedicated to sharing the story of this county-sponsored community-based collaboration, which focuses on the projects, resources, and infrastructure needed to move Wayne County, its people, its culture, and its economy into a vibrant future. The program is produced by the Wayne County Commissioners. To listen to this podcast, sign up for our monthly newsletter, get involved, or learn more, visit waynetomorrow.com. Send us your feedback at waynetomorrow at waynecountypa.gov. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Mickey Usox.